Hey guys, D here. Yes, we are still on hiatus until June 23rd, so we're doing something a little different this week. We are going to be posting an episode from last summer, which we think is relevant for this time of year. And we're also hosting a tea party. That's right, a virtual tea party. If you're interested in coming, please email us at hello at teaoverinteriors.com and let us know and we will send you more information. So enjoy today's episode. Oh, I no. like the light. Thank you, Alicia. No, Thanks. No, I'm not doing that. That's not there. happening. Thanks. That's not happening. It's happening. <laughs> it's not happening. That's so not happening. happening. That's not happening. It's not even a ceiling. You don't understand. That is, it, you, you forgot my bedroom. The master is over there. Ooh, so you can have a glass floor in your master. Okay. Good night, Irene. Welcome to Teal Interiors, a holistic approach to interior design. Hey, Alicia. Hey, Dee. How you doing? I'm fabulous, girl. Fabulous. How are you doing today? Awesome. Pretty good. Pretty good. Can't complain. It's a gorgeous day. Loving it. So what you over there sipping on? am having some hazelnut oolong tea blend. Yum, yum, yum. Mmm, okay. It's got French vanilla flavor and almond almond flavor. Very lovely. Nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Did you know today um, I'm cheating? Uh-oh. I'm still drinking tea. But? But it's called Sonoma Rosé Iced Tea. Sounds like a wine. And it has white and red blend fine wine, grape skins, apple bits, natural strawberry flavor, natural white wine flavor, organic hibiscus, sweet blueberry, blackberry leaves, organic orange peel, and natural strawberry juice. Wow, that sounds very nice. Oh, it's nice. It's very nice. I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna make some for you. It's perfect on a summer day. And you're drinking it drinking it iced. Yes, I'm drinking it iced. Very nice. Yep, I love it. Yes, because you know it's the afternoon. I usually drink warm tea in the morning when I first wake up. So it is time for a Yay! Let's have it. <laughs> okay. So did you know, Alicia? Mm-hmm. That Greece is one of the sunniest places in the world. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I have been there, and I love it. Where have you been in Greece? Well, I went, of course, to Athens. And then after we were in Athens, we flew to Creta, which is Crete, and Santorini. And, and we did the Greek islands. Very nice. I still haven't been to Greece, but I long to go there one day. So that's why I wanted to make my fun fact about it. So they get, according to MSN Weather, Rhodes, Greece gets about 300 sunny days each year, which is about 3,000 hours of sunshine. 
Mm. And I always thought that Florida was like one of the sunny places, but they only get 237 days of sun. Yeah, on this is in the Mediterranean. You know, it's going to be lovely mm -hmm. most of the time. But yeah, it's a beautiful country. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I probably should have chose a tea that was closer to Greece to match my fun fact, but that's okay. I chose rosé and that's all right. <laughs> that leads us into our topic, which continues us off from our last discussion about setting up your space for indoor entertaining. Today, we're going to be talking about outdoor entertaining and effortless ways to achieve that. Okay. So, yeah. So what are some ideas, Alicia? Do you want to start us off or you want me to start us off? Mm, once you get the ball rolling. All right, so I always say that you should definitely have a party planning checklist. You should also plan enough seating for your guests. So you should know how many people about you're going to have and always have some extra seats. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? It's important. You know, I've been to many outdoor events. And you got people standing around and I'll leave early if I'm really uncomfortable. Speaking of discomfort a lot of times those folding chairs that people put outside when they've got more people than they can truly accommodate they may be like wood folding chairs they could be um sometimes they're even the uh the plastic ones the worst thing is to not have a comfortable seat so the bottom line is to get yourself some nice thick cushions and nobody's going to be mad if you put them right on top of the chairs and the seat section, you know, and let people sit there comfortably. There's nothing worse than sitting in a chair and everything is hurting, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I understand. I also think along with that, it's important to make sure that you have the right lighting for your event. And you should layer your lighting the same way you would layer it indoors, you know, by using a mixture of solar power, fire, battery operated lighting. All of that would be very helpful. And I also think that you should, with your color scheme, keep it monochromatic, especially in the backyard. You know, you have maybe greenery or you have flowers and things like that. You can choose one of the colors in your backyard to act as an accent and bring that into your decor and then just vary that one particular color. Like if you put umbrellas on the um, tables where people are sitting, if they're all the same color or all the same stripe, that would be great. Tables being within that same variation of color. It would really make a big impact when people walk into the backyard. Mm -hmm. Yes, indeed. If you use fans, that would be helpful to keep away the mosquitoes because mosquitoes, they can't really fly that well into wind. Mm -hmm. And getting the yard sprayed with a non-toxic spray 
to keep your guests comfortable and using like those new improved bug zappers and things like that. Mm-hmm. What do you think when it gets hot outside? What do you think is the best thing to do for effortless entertaining? I think there's nothing worse than having people sit outside and bake in the sun. So if you could pro- provide some type of a um, area that is protected from the sun, whether it's one of those cabanas, one of those you know netted, um, tented little rooms that people are able to buy and erect in their backyards. Sometimes I saw a friend of mine, she put it on the patio. And then yeah. she put, yeah, and then she put inside of it the love seat and the chairs and the coffee table. And so it was a place where people could go and escape the sun. But at the same time, it was cozy. I think, yeah, I think that's a good idea to have a protected area that it can, you know, provide a little shelter from the elements. Yes, definitely. I I really suffer when I'm out in the sun for too long. My skin doesn't like it. Yeah, that's it. I think that's a sure way to run people away from your event. If it's just too hot and they can't seek shelter. Yeah, Oof. It, it's a hard thing. Also, another way to create a nice atmosphere for your backyard party would be to spread out your music speakers so that you don't drown out conversations that people may have. You know, it's the worst thing to go to a backyard gathering or yeah, a gathering. Cause if it's a party, then it's going to be loud. But if it's a gathering, the worst thing is when you come back home the next day and <laughs> your voice is kind of hoarse because you were like yelling the whole day, trying to talk to people. That's true. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. You want to make sure you definitely don't have that situation where people can't even enjoy each other. They can't enjoy each other's company because they're talking over each other. So I have a very important thing that I believe people will appreciate. I know sometimes when we're entertaining outside, we'll put food on one table. Uh, The drinks are in a cooler, but I have a suggestion. Make sure all of it, all the food is not in one section. And I don't know if everyone's going to like this because what happens when you put the beverages in one area, in one part of the yard, and you put the food in another section, usually closest to the um, the kitchen, a door near the kitchen or something like that. And then you put the desserts in another area. What it does is it encourages people to walk from one section of the, the yard to the other. And when they're, are traveling, they may have a conversation with someone that they would not normally converse with if that person wasn't sitting right by them. So I think it gets people moving and it gets people engaging. So the location of the food is a good or the beverages or whatever. It's really nice to not have it all in one spot. Another great idea, especially if you're entertaining in the fall or if it's a very windy day, is to have some type of tablecloth weights or paperweights on the table to make sure that the tablecloths or even some of the items that you have, how about putting napkins on the table and before you know it, they're all over the, the, the lawn. That's not cool. So you want to make sure that you anchor those. You want to, you know, make sure that they're in a very 
solid location and that they're not going to go all over the place. I went to a wedding and it was a wedding in June. It was really, really a nice day. But as the sun set and it was near a lake, the breeze and the wind was really nice and cool, but stuff was flying all over the place. So you have to be mindful of that. Yeah, you got to anchor all your important things. For our effortless outdoor entertaining tips, we recommend making sure you have a party planning checklist, which I'll put on the blog after the episode. Uh, to plan enough seating and make sure that it's comfortable for your guests. Have the right lighting, layer it, use battery powered and solar powered because sometimes those cords can cause a tripping hazard if you don't set it up properly. Use a monochromatic color scheme, a strong color to help you make an impact in the outdoor space so it kind of just doesn't disappear. Use plug-in fans to chase the mosquitoes away. Spray your yard and make sure to remove any standing water. Spread out your speakers so that you're not drowning out conversations. And make sure your food is accessible to your guests, but also kind of spread it out to encourage more conversation. And make sure you anchor those tablecloths and napkins and paper plates and everything else that your guests would need, as well as creating shaded areas for them so that they can be not so exposed to the elements, which would be maybe the sun or even if it's drizzle or rain. Right, right. Do you have a do you have an experience where you were invited someplace and it was just like a nightmare yes everywhere i go (laughs) (laughs) Uh, let's not go there i'm I'm just kidding i'm I'm talking about i'm talking about (laughs) if you've ever been (laughs) if you've ever been to a party outdoors and it was a nightmare no i hate when it's like you know when they okay here's another thing you made me think about I've been to a lot of parties when I was when I was younger and they were like in backyards and it was like an adult a mix of like adults and kids. You know, we were like teens and like the parents, you know, they were drunk. They didn't care. So we could like come in the backyard and hang out and enjoy their food. But um, <laughs> oh my God. But you know, the worst thing is like walking in grass. Don't have your party and have your guests sitting in the grass. The grass is beautiful, but it's also muddy and it's hard to walk in if you want to wear some cute shoes because it's the summertime. Oh, yeah. You know, if it's a party and sometimes, you know, people go to these backyard parties, they don't always know everybody. It's like an open invitation for like a whole bunch of people just come to my house. And, you know, you might want to meet somebody. So sometimes people, especially with, well, mostly women, right? We like to dress up and wear our heels or our wedges and that's that could be hard especially if it rained like maybe the day before or something and Mm -hmm. the ground didn't completely dry so now it's kind of like muddy and that's the same thing with guy sneakers they'll kind of get muddy you know who wants to walk in in the grass in your jordans you know (laughs) you can't how you going to resell them you know so Uh -uh, uh -uh. (laughs) (laughs) okay you know what don't have Thank it in you. the grass. Thank you for your feedback. And if you do have it in the grass, then, you know, I don't know, put some kind of covering on top of the grass. Get some. What? Know. What do you want know. people to get? What do you want people to get? Don't have a party in your backyard if you only have grass. Oh, okay. You or have to have a- hate me because I'm snooty. 
So thank you. Okay. Thank you for sharing. Thanks. But can I can tell can I tell you about a good experience? Yes. So my neighbor down the street, I should give him a shout out, but I don't know the name of his company. But they actually do events. And he set up his backyard so nice. He had like all the tents and the tables and the seating and everything. It was it was awesome. I felt like I was at a, a wedding in his backyard. His backyard is not that big. You know, we don't have huge backyards around here. Not like when I was growing up. So our yards are kind of limited, but he made the most of that space. And mm. it was very enjoyable. And I think it was a day that it was supposed to rain. So mm -hmm. that's why he had the whole backyard shaded with the tents and stuff. Mm -hmm. But because he does events, he has all that, you know, available. But it didn't end up raining. But it was still nice to be able to sit under the tent, enjoy my food, and not so much be bothered by the bugs. So that was a, that was a good experience. Another experience, yeah. Usually all the parties I go to, they're in the backyard in the grass, and I hate it. I absolutely hate it. So thanks. Don't invite me to those. It's oh, fine. Mm -hmm. I'll pass. Good to, know. good to know. Yeah, I'll pass. Thank you. No, really, I, I agree with you. I'd rather do a little entertaining. I have the luxury of a uh, a sun porch and i think that is a really great place to entertain because i can open the windows as long as the screens are in and you can feel that you're in kind of like an indoor outdoor space yes i think you need to bust up your ceiling though and make that all glass things like an atrium thank you very much i'd appreciate no it. i like no, the light thank you Alicia. No, thanks no, i'm I'll not doing that that's not, happening. Thanks. That's not happening. It's happening. It's <laughs> <laughs> so not happening. That's not happening. It's not even a ceiling. You don't understand. That is, it, you, you forgot. My bedroom, the master is over there. Ooh, so you can have a glass floor in your master. Okay. Good night, Irene. <laughs> <laughs> good night. Good night. Good night, lady. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. of Interiors is brought to you by Truesdale Morrison Staging and Design. Check us out at truesdalemorrison.com as well as on social at Truesdale Morrison Staging and Design. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast and be sure to come back next week for a new episode. Thanks for listening. This episode was produced by Ariel Valet.